I was I'm I'm literally walking around the streets of downtown Orlando, ready to roll. Sketchy. I have no. Yeah. So it's a normal day for you. It's an average average day. Basically. All right. You guys ready to roll? Yep. Yep. All right. I wrote a little something here, so we're good. Okay. Good. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you're an American girl, free falling, running down a dream of learning to fly. Or just a face in the crowd, refugee who won't back down. Either way, Adventure is Out There Travel can help you find all the travel help that you require. And all you have to do is contact Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A, at AdventureIsOutThereTravel.com. They'll help you find discounts and concierge-level service. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Orlando, this is Professor Daniel Miller. And uh, as always, we have Rhiannon. Hey. Hey. And out on the West Coast, I don't know if he's getting dodging fires where he's at or not, but it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. I am not dodging fires, but I am monitoring the internet for tickets for The Last Jedi. Oh, man. What is the situation? So today is the release of the first official trailer. Everything else has been a teaser. It's not until, uh, I don't know, sometime during Monday Night Football, I guess. But they said that tickets would go on sale uh, today. So ever since midnight. On tickets. What? Tickets what? On tickets. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know. What I just saying. heard Star Wars and I stopped listening. So yeah. Either way, tickets are supposed to go on sale today. Uh, I've been checking since midnight, and now I'm hearing that maybe not until after the trailer comes out during Monday Night Football. So I keep checking anyway, just in case. That is what I Whoa. read just two moments ago. Oh, I took a call like accidentally. I didn't mean to. Somebody started calling, and I'm like, no, is I don't want to. More answer important your- than us. No, I said no, but it's still cut off. But I did see Skipper to Gritchie that they said after the trailer airs during Monday Night Football. Yeah, I actually reached out to Star Wars and AMC saying, like, when is this happening? So you called and said, hi, is this Star Wars? Hi, Star Wars? This is rich. And they're like, please stop calling. We have a restraining order. And I was like, this is different. <laughs> hi, hi, I'm looking for Star Wars. I was just wondering. Can I you- talked to him? Yeah, I, I dialed zero and just said, could you connect me with Star Wars, please? <laughs> uh, what did they say, Skipper Gorgi? Just, just like you said, wait until the trailer. It'll be on after that. But oh. since I don't believe them, I am still checking constantly. Thank God for the internet. Right, because you don't want to be that guy that says, hey, and then guess what? They release select theaters early. Yeah. And every yeah. Yeah. It, oh, is opening yeah, you know, and it's going to be crazy. So, one of the one of the sites that I'm checking actually already says that the that they're like already inundated with traffic and that they're going to run a virtual queue. So it's not going to even be enough to just like click on it and buy the ticket. You're going to have to click on it, get in line virtually, and then they'll get to you to sell you a ticket online. Like I'm like, oh, it's bullshit. What you're saying is they're going to eliminate standby. No, I mean, 
No, they're still going to make you wait, <laughs> even though it's the internet. You should just be able to click on shit and go. Oh, well, all these sites have been crashing during these. Click it of- and quit it. That's, that what, works. that's what I'm saying. I just want to. I just want to click it just right, and then the big payoff. That's what uh, Skipperty Richie has on his Tinder profile. I want to click mm-hmm. it just right. Yeah. He gets, he gets swiped quite often. If you want to click it, swipe right. <laughs> oh, so Skipperty Richie, I did see that the trailer is coming. Uh, but there, there's like a trailer for the trailer, which I find interesting. There's a trailer of her. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a little preview. A trailer for the trailer. That brief moment where they're just like, look, this is not what you get to watch yet. <laughs> Junk. So we're doing. Tra- what is what is Rihanna giggling over? Nothing, just inappropriate text messages. Oh, oh, man! I didn't think that. Man, those go faster. <laughs> this than is I thought like they would. seventh grade. Rihanna, you need to share your you need to share with the class. <laughs> Nothing. I just told somebody that they need to try my chowder, and then the response was so many jokes to choose from. Oh, that's true. That's true. Chowder. Did you pronounce it chowder or chowder? Oh, I definitely pronounce it chowder because it's spelled with an R at the end of it. Yeah, but oh well. You know. Uh, there, don't pronounce it like that. Some somewhat disheartening news, um, Rhiannon, about mm-hmm. uh, the swan and dolphin. Did you hear what happened over the last few weeks? What? Um, they finally officially merged them into one, and so now it's officially the swalfin? Well, They've officially changed one of the bars to the, called a new name called Fins. What? P-H-I-N-S. So there is now a <laughs> quote-unquote new bar. And word is, it is the same bar as before, just relocated a few feet, raised prices, and changed the name. What? Do you... Ugh, for the love of God. All right, what bar was I... it that moved? Uh... I don't think it's the regular lobby bar, one of the other side ones, but now it has a new name, Fins, and everyone's saying that it's uh, even more expensive than your traditional hotel bar. So we'll have to <sighs> boots on the ground. I'll have to go over there, check it out, and we'll decide if that's something that needs to be. Uh, uh, anyways, there's there's some new uh, <laughs> news for it. <clears throat> Sorry, more texts. Some <laughs> nooner news. <laughs> nude texts. But no, not nude. No. Oh, sorry, oh, Skip. Boring. I tried to help you out there. Boring. I'll send you some new texts right now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Disney bars, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Lately, I've been getting a lot of questions. People just say like, "Hey, what should I do for this?" Whatever. And my answer for a lot of things recently has been Splitsville. Is this is this something that everyone is sort of like getting on board with now? It feels like this is a like, kind of like your go-to place now. Like, have you found yourself suggesting this place more and more? Um, no, I mean, I have nothing against Splitsville. I love Splitsville and I think they have really good, uh, happy hour specials and whatnot. So that's cool. But there's just so much to do at Disney Springs now that I find it hard to really recommend that unless somebody was like, I need to save money. What's the cheapest place? And I'd be like, well, Well, a lot of it now is football season too. People are like, Hey, I want to catch you games. And it's like, well, Splitsville is by far the best place for that now. It used to always be the only place was ESPN. Um, yeah. It's far superior to, to that experience, in my opinion. See, I haven't, I haven't experienced it yet, but I'm excited that they're building one out here so that I can actually talk about how great it is. Right, because, hey, I, I, spoiler alert, the one there is probably going to be better than the one in Florida. 
I don't know. I mean, it'll be newer, so it'll be newer. I think it's, it's everything in California always far superior. Well, not everything. Like Tower of Terror wasn't, but uh, mm. but um, what was I going to say? The only thing I think the benefit here is is that they have they actually tore down the House of Blues and are building it from scratch. As to where over there, they they just worked with the building that was there. Yeah. So even though. You know, they moved into the Virgin Megastore. That that building was not a Virgin. No, this one is. This one's going to be brand spanking new and ready to be entered. If you know what I mean. And the one here was used and abused for a while. I mm-hmm. mean, they they made it into like a rider or a a, a remote control car store. Oh, just any they piece fit. of crap they could fit in there. Yeah, Prince, Princess Diana dresses were on display there oh, for a while. God. That was the worst. But, yeah, it was definitely a bad era. Um, so, just to paint your picture, I'm now standing in front of probably 3,000 pink flamingos here uh, in Lake Yola. Uh, That's cool. I like flamingos. I mean, they're plastic. I still like plastic flamingos. Yeah. I don't judge. And there is a sign specifically that asks you not to steal the flamingos. Please don't steal these flamingos. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're trying to uh, raise awareness for uh, breast cancer uh, research here. Eating <laughs> bastards. Especially since the only people who come down here during the weekends are drunks. Uh, that's probably happens quite frequently. Mm. Standing in front of a world of beer, just uh, to paint your picture. Why are you not standing in the world of beer? I have oh. to go back to work. It's frowned upon. Please. Uh, frowned upon. I'll, maybe I'll so come ha. back after, though. Glad I don't like, uh, glad I don't work in your industry. Ha! Yeah, seriously. Just for, just for you, though, Rhiannon, afterwards I will come over and I'll have one. Okay, thanks. Or, or tub. Let's see. Anything else going on? Uh, what did you do this weekend, uh, Rhiannon? Mm, I went kayaking and went and ate a shit ton of blue crab and then went to brunch yesterday with Kristen and then I cooked up crab three ways last night. I did a crab dip, a, um, some crab cakes, and a Bermuda crab chowder. Damn. Chowder. No! A little chowder. Yeah, so I invited my friends over, ate some good food. Are any of these people I... the ones that are currently filthy texting you? Yes. Yes. Oh. Good, good, good. Um, and do you think that she will uh, make you help? Is this like when you say, oh, what a lovely car you have. I bet your wife likes it. And then you see if the guy like says, no, I'm single. Yeah. 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 No, I was just wondering if, if this person's going to white fang you and if it was a girl. And if it was a girl that um, white fanged me. No, he white fanged me last night because oh, he didn't show up. That's why I'm bitch. saying you need, he needs to try the chatter because he didn't get to last night. So. Oh, there's so, there is so much dirtiness to this conversation. I know it's so good. <laughs> you need to come taste my chowder since you didn't, you missed out on it last night. Basically. You're with your wife that may or may not exist. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of married people. So I met this guy Thursday night and apparently we've been like living in neighboring towns, going to the same bars and restaurants for the past 12 years and never met one another until Thursday night. At his wedding. And No. Damn. 
And, like, just all these weird, like, coincidences of, like, even in the craft beer bar I go to, there's, like, a chalkboard, like, tracking how many beers you've had, and his name is directly above mine, and it's just, it's super creepy. And so, anyways, yesterday, I'm going to my Publix to pick up everything to make all this food, and I see some guy, I, I have terrible eyesight, waving at me, and I squint, and it's this guy, and apparently he goes to my fucking Publix. It's just so weird. Mm. But, yeah, he's married, so. married, Oh, he's married. Oh, okay. So sad. So sad. Because otherwise, yeah. Oh, well. Well, I think there's one thing we know. People don't always stay married. So maybe that will become a coincidence down the road. Ooh. You never know. This is true. Maybe. We can send Skipper Richie in there to sweep her off her feet. Oh, that sounds like okay. And then in turn, that would free him up for you. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks I'm for all... taking one for the team, Skip. Oh, I'll, I'll take one. You can go swipe Thanks. that, Skip. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I will say, Rhiannon, you certainly, over the last uh, year or so, seem to have really been ad- uh, taking advantage of living uh, near the water a lot more than you used to. Hell yeah. That's oh, great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Taking advantage. Well done. Well done. Any, not a lot of boating. Uh, Skipper Ritchie, a lot of people out there do a lot of boating there being on the water. Oh, yeah, tons of people do a lot of boating out here, but they're all really rich, and I don't know any of those people, oh. so. We need to upgrade sad. our contacts. Yeah, I need, no, that's not even a lie. One of the, the bar that I really like to go to, the Bali High, uh, actually has a dock that you can just roll your ass up, you know, roll your boat up up to, and you dock mm-hmm. it, and you run upstairs, and you get some drinks, and then you get back out of the ocean, which is a little bit scary. But, yeah, you can always... Uh, yeah. You know, when you're sitting there drinking and you see people walk up the the steps and into that side door, you just think to yourself, God damn it. Those are the... Yeah. And I look at my friends and think, I'm, I'm hanging out with the wrong people. Yeah. yeah. You gotta get a friend with a boat. That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better than rolling up to a bar and a boat. And that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it. Like, like, when we do my dad's boat on the river, we don't go roll up to nice bars. They don't really have any nice bars on the uh, St. John's River, but it's still cool. Even though it's a hole-in-the-wall shithole, it's still really cool. Yes, it's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. So we need to make that happen when we come to a California skip. We need to rent a boat. Or These just are... a rowboat. A rowboat? Oh, I mean, you know, one of the other things that, that a lot of people with boats like to do is uh, there's a concert venue that's right by the water so a lot of people don't pay to go to the concert they just take their boat up to this place and uh there was a guy that was telling me that there's all kinds of boats that are there there's people in like canoes there's people in big giant boats and i was saying that what i want to do is i want to get one of those inflatable pool things that looks like an (laughs) island with a palm tree and just you know roll that up next to one of these giant yachts and just be like hey yeah don't you think you got it all made yeah, we're cool. I think they might yeah. check this out. Definitely, um, Rhiannon. I did uh, something that reminded me of you yesterday. Oh, I went. Uh, we had breakfast at Walt Disney World at the Grand Floridian, and I got wow. to meet Alice. That's cool. What's she up to these days? She is super fun. I will tell you that she was. Uh, what was she up to? She was. Uh, she's working in the restaurant industry, which is a little surprising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so is the Mad Hatter, her, her friend. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique mm-hmm. mix of characters. You have the Mad Hatter, you have Alice, and then you have uh, Mary Poppins, Skipperty Richie. Oh my God, I love her. 
Yeah, and then you have uh, uh, Tigger, <laughs> which kind of comes out of left field. Uh, you didn't really expect that, but it was interesting watching uh, uh, Alice and uh, Mary Poppins interact. They were pretty fun. It was a good time. Since so. when is the Grand Floridian the UK pavilion? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I just don't get like why. I mean, I get why Alice and Mary Poppins are kind of like fancy-ish. I don't know. But then like Tigger doesn't really fit in. Weird. Well, I think that's the whole point. Like everything that you mentioned, the Pooh characters, Mary Poppins and Alice, they're all from the United Kingdom. So, so they should fit right in at the Grand Floridian. Exactly. Right? A hotel based on one out of San Diego in Florida based in Florida. It's all very... UK characters. Yeah. Hashtag UK. Hashtag story. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I did happen to see today uh, that Disney World is now offering a Dole, pineapple Dole Whip upside down cake in the Magic Kingdom now. Are they doing too much with Dole Whip? Or what's wrong with just some old, good old fashioned Kona Dole Whip? I think, I think they just seen like the lines for Dole Whip are as long as some of the rides and people want it. So they're just like, as many ways as we can throw Dole Whip at them, we're gonna. I love Dole Whip. Me too. I haven't had Dole Whip in a long time, though. I need to get some. Um, the other day, Skipper D. Richie, you posted somebody, I don't remember who, who's someone's running a like an entire tiki day at Disneyland, I believe. Yeah. Where it's like Sam's and then most of Adventureland. And, and that's kind of something I've been wanting to do, which is a themed day where you go to like the Polynesian, get some, some Lapu Lapus, then you go in, ride the Jungle Cruise, see the Tiki Room, get some Dole Whip, and then come back and either do like the Luau or Ohana. That would be like the greatest day ever. That would be a great day. That sounds pretty phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe we should do a Tiki themed day sometime. That sounds, that sounds good. Uh, Are you going to wear a flower dress of some sort, Rhiannon? Um, I can see what I have in the old closet. Well, and that's the thing. So Tiki Day is, it's kind of like Dapper Day, um, which, you know, is now on both coasts. But it's Mm -hmm. that same idea where you have a group of people that, and it's not necessarily sponsored by Disney, even though they support it. Right. Where uh, everybody just gets dressed up. So much like Dapper Day where you're supposed to get dressed, um which was originally in the 50s. Now people just kind of get dressed up and Disney-bound. But for Tiki Day, yeah. it's, all, it's all Tiki. And, uh, and that's what it is. Everybody just gets dressed up, you know, Tiki, so they're wearing the, uh, the Tiki shirts. The, uh, a lot of the girls, it's almost, it's almost like an overlap because a lot of the Tiki dresses now are kind of like that 50s-style dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you know, they wear that. And then, um, like you said, they, there's a little bit of time at Trader Sam's. There's some picture moments in Adventureland and in front of the castle. But... Yeah, it's just a good time, and everybody's always, you know, just wants to go and have fun and get dressed up, so it's good. Yeah, I definitely want to do that, but kind of like just our, you know, 3 o'clock parade. Hashtag family? No, I'm talking about like 3 o'clock parade. Oh, I thought that was the same thing. In my world, it's all the same. Keep your family straight. Yeah. In my world, it's all the same thing. (laughs) It's it's, it's murky. It's murky. But um, for the most part, yes. For the most part, yes. Public would be the three o'clock parade, where anyone can come. Oh, okay. never there mind. You go. Um, 
Let's see. Skipper Dick Ritchie, if you wouldn't mind me, firing up the old three o'clock parade computer, tap a few buttons. Yeah. And find us some Ask Sour Boner. I can do that. While I do it, uh, I did want to talk about this really quick. The price of Walt Disney World tickets in 1971 and then up to today. And what they oh. did is they actually put the prices for every year and what it would be adjusted for inflation as if you were paying in okay. 2017 prices. So in 1971, when the park opened, it was $3.50 to get in to the Magic Kingdom. Highway robbery. Adjusted mm-hmm. for inflation, that was twenty ninety five. But you have to remember, you also had to buy tickets for everything that yeah. you did. I would say that only included a few, and that probably included a few tickets for rides, but you could buy extras, probably. I think if I remember correctly, it had, like, two, you know, it was A, B, C, D, E, and yeah. uh, E tickets were, like, the the shit rides. So I think it only had, like, two E ticket, two D ticket, and then, like, three B, and, you know, it wasn't, you, you, had, a, you had a bunch of, like, the A and B tickets, but not as many of the D and E. Because I want to say it was only like six or seven tickets per book, or maybe eight. Um, yeah. We'll just go by decade, though, because there's a lot. In 1981, 10 years later, it was $9.50. I'm curious, did it jump up immediately after that when Epcot came? Did it hit like a big jump? Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, in 1981, it went to $9.50. Uh, mm-hmm. It was three seven, dollars 350 for three years, it was six dollars in a row. I wasn't just quoting the number of the devil. In 1978, in, in it went 1981, to, it was what was it? 1981. In 1981, it went from 750 to 9.50. So it was a two dollar jump. Adjusted for Damn. inflation, that would be twenty four dollars and ninety cents today. Um, Were they in, still doing the tickets then? I don't remember. In 1991, it went up to thirty three dollars. Which adjusted for inflation is $59. But by that point, they've had three parks now. Well, no, this would be a single-day ticket. These are single-day tickets. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, Just uh, 17 years ago, it was $46. Adjusted for inflation, that's 66. In 2010, it went up to $82. Adjusted for inflation, that's 91.94. And then in 2015, it went up to one. Or 2014 is when it went to $99. Adjusted for inflation, that would have been 103. 2015, 106. Adjusted for inflation, that's 109. 2016, 110. And then the, today, it's $115. Wow. So, hmm. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, I think part of that, what where that the, the logic kind of changes a little bit, is I think. After uh, sort of re- the last what fifteen years, the push has been to increase that one day ticket to push people to do multi day tickets. Oh so yeah, I think that I think it's been that like one that. day ticket is inflated intentionally as a penalty. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, you don't want to just be here for one day. One day is dumb. Yeah, because that's what they want to do. Because to get. And I think that was what, between Disney and Universal, they're both using that as that single-day ticket as a huge penalty. Yeah, you can, well, sure, we'll sell you a single-day ticket, but you're going to pay $125 for it to go just to the Magic Kingdom today. One, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five, no. six, seven. 
We only have seven Ask Sour boners for today, just so you know. Well, it's because they weren't prepared. Nobody was, because we kind of... I was not. Uh, we weren't, nope. that's for sure. We're doing the, uh, the Nuna Rooney. Yeah. I, I have my pants on, though. Skipper Richie, what's your Thank pants? Thank God, finally. Dude, I literally got out of bed and jumped on the computer when you guys said you were ready. So I'll let you decide whether I'm wearing pants or not. Yeah. Jesus pants. Christ. Well, you know, 50% of the way there. You're 50% Rhiannon? What's your pants situation? Um, I'm wearing cashmere boxers and a brewery t-shirt. So, you know, classic me. Freaking hot. Nice. It is. It's fantastic. It's well Man, done. Well done. Sounds good to me. Damn it. Sounds good. Well, let's see what some, uh, if we can do it with some uh, short week Ask Sour Boner. All right. I'm going to start with the uh, oldest Ask Sour Boner since I asked uh, if we ever, or when we jumped the shark, which came from... Ask- Shamed at Disney. It says, 3 o'clock radio asks our boner. Is Drunk Rhiannon a lot of fun or completely miserable? I can see her, I can see, <laughs> I can see her being one Hi. extreme or the other. Um, Skipper Rich, you've seen both. <laughs> I, 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 can, I think she was great fun every time we've yes. ever been drunk. Yes. Yeah, I would say sure. definitely. Drunk Rhiannon is very fun. Drunk, yeah. uh, she, yeah, she, Drunk Rhiannon is great. Uh, Thank uh, you. We like all Rhiannons, but uh, Drunk Rhiannon is uh, is increasingly uh, super fun. Yes. Increasingly, so I started out not fun. I didn't say that. You yeah, said right? that. Oh, Oof. you kind of hinted at that. That was <laughs> a little bit rough. Whatever. I think uh, the real question yeah. is, how is a drunk drunko because that can get sloppy real fast. Yeah, loud. That is always my loud yeah, and all, I yeah. myself a lot. You know, I don't loud know. and a little grabby. Ooh. That sounds fun. Ooh, if I get yeah, I get maybe. But definitely loud and I, I know I repeat myself. That's the one thing that I'll get the like, dude, you just said that. Stop saying that again. Don't say that again. Hmm. That is what I usually get. I like being drunk, and it just depends on how I feel that day. But I get su- like I feel like I'm already flirty, but I get super flirty when I've had some alcoholic beverages. Yeah, there's hands flying. Oh, I don't feel like I get as touchy feely as you do, but I definitely <laughs> am all like, "Hello, hi there." <laughs> I think it'd be really bad in in our uh, let's call it our line of work. We're mm. uh, <laughs> uh, really mean or grumpy punk. It'd be pretty. It wouldn't be good in our line of work. No. Grumpy drunk. Fair enough. Does not sound fun to me. Well, see, I feel like, actually, I can go either way because, you know, that's my whole shtick is just being miserable around you two. So if that's what happens when I get drunk, well, hey, guess what? I'm just keeping in character. Yeah. Thanks for faking it, Rhiannon. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for faking being annoyed with us all the time. We appreciate Mm -hmm, it. -hmm. Explains a lot. You're right. Uh, I fake a lot of things. Let me tell you. Oh, that's my life. I knew it. I mean, mm. somebody else knew it. Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, I have other stuff to talk about. We can keep going, or do we can do more of these? Skipper Richie, let's hear it. All right, I've got uh, the numbers for the top uh, five. 
Central Florida tourist attractions based on paid admissions for 2015 were just released. Okay. Which is crazy because that was two years ago, but I guess it takes a while to get this information from everybody. Hmm. Um, basically, SeaWorld isn't even in the top five, obviously. Ouch. Uh, all four Disney parks and one of the Universal parks are in the top five. Does anybody want to take okay. a guess of the order? Well, Disney, 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 Universal. I got this. I got this. Magic Kingdom, obviously number one. I'm. I'm right? Go ahead. I'll. I'll give you the full list when you're done. All right. Okay. Here's my list. Magic Kingdom is obviously number one. Followed by Epcot will be number two. Universal Islands of Adventure will be number three. I'm going to check that. That's going to be Universal Studios Florida will be number three. Followed by Disney's Animal Kingdom at four. Followed by Disney's Hollywood Studios. Followed by uh, Islands of Adventure. So I only have the top five. And I can tell you that that's no. not, is not, that is not the list. Okay. Um, the <laughs> highest in paid admissions... At 20.5 million paid admissions in 2015 was the Magic Kingdom Park. You were exactly right on that one. Yeah, it feels like it has to be. The second was Epcot at 11.8 million admissions. Huge drop off, though. Huge, like Huge almost half, right? Yeah. Almost half. Huge drop. So I had number one and two correct. You did have number one and two correct. Number three, Drunkie's favorite theme park. Disney's Animal Kingdom comes in third place. Drunkie's house, and I'd be like, "Whoa!" With ten point nine million paid admissions, so nipping at Epcot's heels. Yeah, right there, and just at ten point eight million, so right on the cusp is a studio theme park. And Rhiannon was exactly right by saying that the top four were Disney parks. Oh, wow. With 10.8 million admissions, Disney's Hollywood Studios creeps in at the fourth. Almost made it to third place. And finally, rounding out the top five, with only 9.6 million admissions. A million less than Disney's, you know, lowest is Universal Studios theme park. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, what, what publication was this? Uh, this comes off of Orlando Business Journal under the travel and tourism area. I'd have to subscribe to get the rest of it, and I don't want to pay. I know. Oh, I want. I always want to. There's another one here too, like Business Growth Watcher. Yeah, it's like twenty-one dollars. I could get the rest of that list. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, that's 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 good enough. Yeah, I'm good. I got I got really what I needed to know there. I just think that goes back to what we were saying about the single day ticket to like basically because it shows how many people will come and want to come just for the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. No, I, I feel oh. that most people who come out here, if they stay a week, they're probably doing two days at the Magic Kingdom, one day at each of the three Disney parks. I mean, each of the other three Disney parks. And then we'll go to one or two other, you know, other Florida things. And that, that kind of goes back to my, my initial statement is that Disney 
they more compete with themselves and then Universal SeaWorld and all the other Florida attractions kind of like are picking up whatever's left over. Not that it's a bad business. I mean, obviously Universal's flourishing and, you know, there's nothing that they basically had 10 million people visit. That's something to scoff at. Yeah. But, you know, that what I think is it's, it's must be really, really tough for places like Gatorland and, you know, the fun spot. Cause those are really just like, Hey, you know what? We have half a day now that we arrived or that we're going to leave or, you know, we, we did buy a four day park hopper or a five day park hopper. And, uh, we actually have six days here. Maybe we should go do something else. That's where that, you know, all those other little guys are. Yeah. Uh, Why well, actually? Scrounging. I don't necessarily think it's tough for them. I think it's definitely the new setup between Disney and Universal has, I think, left everybody with like maybe one day for those things. And I think it's actually a great opportunity for those guys to compete for that like half day between the Orlando Eye and uh, and that kind of stuff. Right. But if you think that, you know. There's a total of so many people visiting, and let's just base it on how many people visited the Magic Kingdom. So you've got 20 million yeah. people visiting a year. Those 20 million people are now spread between the like 20 different places that are offering half day, you know, which means, yeah. um, uh, you know, I don't know if a million people is enough to uh, keep any of them running long enough to, you know, that's why you see things come and go. But yeah, oh yeah, there's definitely gonna be a rotation of oh, those yeah. things. But for the ones that are good, it's a good opportunity. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I would say the last ten years, the side attractions that I see are flourishing here right now. So I think it's that they don't want to spend that hundred and twenty dollars for a single day if they don't have a full day. Right. So I think there is a there's they're flourishing in this way where the big parks are so much more expensive than the other stuff. So in that way, but I um, so I have just noticed how busy these side places are right now. Like the silly thing where they, uh, we went by it the other day where they are the sky indoor skydiving and stuff like that. One of those just opened near where I live indoor skydiving. I don't know that how that place is even open at all. <laughs> Cause it's not anywhere near any of the like tourist stuff. It's, That's weird. Yeah. It's actually snuggled closer to the, uh, university, like, in between where the Chargers used to play, used to, because they're not in San Diego anymore, and, yeah. uh, you know, the, like, mall that we're actually surprised hasn't closed because all the crap inside of it is basically kiosk merchandise in a oh. store. Yeah, and then they have a movie theater. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't know how that place is going to survive where it's at. Hmm. Um, it's cool when I would watch Fight the other day. Or for, or, well, especially for, like, yeah. I don't know. It looked pretty cool. I was pretty impressed. I don't no, think the I idea do is it, cool. Like my kids really want to do it. Like really, super excited. But it's expensive. It's like um, it's like probably seventy or eighty bucks to do indoor skydiving. Right, and it, and that seventy or eighty dollars doesn't even co- it covers like maybe thirty minutes to an hour at the most. Yeah, less. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then and then the other question is: once they do it, how often are they going to want to go back? I'll tell you this, it ain't going to be very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's tough for stuff like that to, to stay yeah. around. Whatever. All right. Are you ready for the next uh, Ask Sour Boner? Oh, I'm, I was born ready. All right. This, was, this comes from Gabriel the Boonder. Right? Yeah. It says, is it, er- is it too early to wonder about the Monorail Pub Crawl 2017? 
We'll have our family at the cabins like every Christmas season. Hashtag ask Sour Boner. Hmm. Fair question. Yep. It is. I talked to him a little bit about this uh, because last year we did do the drinking at Disney BYOCB monorail crawl, um, which really was steered by the BYOCB podcast. Those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they Wait, do they, do they not want to hang out with us again? I don't know. I think they do, but I don't know if it'll be a monorail bar crawl or they, we could, I'm sure if we start talking, mm-hmm. we could probably, I think they were their idea. And I, and I kind of support this is try a different one. You know, That's like something, yeah, do something a little different. So I think the, the likelihood is high of another one, but it probably won't be a monorail bar crawl. Oh, I think it will be. I don't think that I think that the, uh, what, the what they wanted to do and what I also agree with is kind of mixing it up a little bit. Like with the D run K eating on trash cans 2K, <laughs> we're doing a different route, different course. All right, bring it up. Let's start the brainstorming. You should probably like talk to those guys and make sure they're still, you know, willing to be seen in public. I know they're real big on uh, Facebook, uh, which I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm get involved a little more on that side because it's a whole different, like it's a whole different world of people. <laughs> <laughs> like the Facebook people are definitely a different group than the like Twitter people. It's just a whole different world. Yeah. We yeah. have we have a Facebook. I I, I just it's forget wonderful. to post to it. I'm trying to post more because uh, it's and, and it's funny the people that are, that tend to like things on the Facebook group are different people than the people that tend to interact on the Twitter. So it's uh, it definitely is worthwhile for that reason. What I need is an app that just posts to both. Maybe that's what I need to do. I need to download something that'll whatever I post to Twitter, it'll also post to that Facebook. Yeah. And you have just. That. Uh, Cover my that. bases, because yeah, I'm I'm really bad about. But that's what makes it difficult, honestly, about social media in general. Like the kind of post that works well on like a Facebook page is different than the kind of post that works on like a Twitter versus like an Instagram. They're all like a different. I think what draws people to the different one is what is a different kind of post. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I feel like I have to say the same thing on either one. I just. Uh... To be honest with you, I use my Facebook more to just fight with people about how terrible our president is. And then I try yeah, to keep... I love that about it. Yeah, I know, right? And then I try to keep my Twitter account to be more it's a real big stuff. debate about, like, you know... Yeah, I just, I just try to keep it more... I, keep, I try to keep them separate, uh, even though I do kind of, like, let it spill into Twitter every now and then. But the Twitter side is definitely more of the drunk skipper side and talking about Disney and we call again. being super nerdy. And then the Facebook side is more just like the, God, this guy's so angry. <laughs> Which I'm really not. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just calling out injustice. I'm like a superhero. Basically are. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. What I've noticed, though, taking it, continuing to go off tangent a little bit, with stuff like what we're talking about, those kinds of posts, what happens, though, is people tend to unfollow people that they don't agree with. And it just turns into people talking to their friends that all agree. That's okay. And it it's makes like me feel better. Change. It makes me feel like I'm actually in the right place. Man. <laughs> the you said SNL one about the bubble right after the election. It's good. You should see it. It's good. It's like, imagine a world where this didn't happen. Anyway, it's good. It's yeah. good. It's good. 
It's fun. It's funny. Search SNL The Bubble. Hmm. On a different social network, the YouTube. Oh, the YouTube. <laughs> I wonder if they monetize that thing yet. They should. They should. They should. Um, what else you got, Skipper Richie? All right. So I've also got that Disney has a patent for what looks like it could possibly be a Spider-Man ride. Yes. That takes you on swinging hmm. motion. So it's actually a ride that's built on a pen, on a pendulum, 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 pendulum arm is actually what it says. Yeah. Uh, so there's a track on the roof, and you and you're in seats, you know, hanging way down below, and uh, so you can actually do that same swinging motion as Spider Man does when he's web swinging through the town, through the city. Yeah. And uh, it looks pretty cool. It's just the question is. Where would it go? Because it looks like it would also be giant. Yeah. Also, I thought that goes in violation with the, like, whatever currently exists at Universal, you can't have that. I think going back to that original statement that we talked about is that Disney, I kind of feel, is in the process of just being like, look it, we're going to do what we want if you guys aren't going to talk to us about it. And when you finally want to bring it up, then we'll go to court and we'll let the courts decide. Yeah, but there's also the other that only part. applies to Florida. That only applies right. to Florida. That only applies right. to Florida. I was going to say that that there is the other part to where um, they are talking about expanding the area at Disney's California Adventure, where Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout is into an, an entire like Marvel land. So this would totally work there. Yeah. Um, and looking at the overview of it, it's really cool. So basically, what it is is. It is just that. There's a whole city that of you know, buildings that, 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 that are built around the track. And you're web-swinging your way through those buildings. And instead of screens, like the other Spider-Man ride, right. uh, it looks like you're physically going through this. It looks really cool. Yeah. I want to it does it. look like it would be very physical and not like a simulator, yeah. which it makes me very happy. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm sure they will incorporate some screens, as uh, it seems like every ride has some screens. But in my mind, there's a difference between a, a ride that is based on screens only, like screen-based, versus a ride that also has screens. It's just, dif- it's just different. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, don't, I mean, that's the thing. That's the way uh, Tower of Terror is right now. Or not Tower of Terror. Mission Breakout. You know, it's that <laughs> physical ride of up and down. But when you stop at those uh, in-between floors, there's, there's some screens going on. Oh, yeah. Lots of screens. Screens. Yeah. Lots screens. of screens. screens Lots of screens. Lots of screens. Um, that is actually very interesting. And it seems like in the meantime, like re- what Rhiannon said, is it, whereas it, it definitely probably won't be coming to Florida So because uh, of that. I think that you're right. They do seem to be pushing the envelope here. Yeah. One of the things that they do, like they do sell now some Spider-Man merchandise in the stores, and like supposedly that's kind of borderline, also. So who knows? Who knows? Will be interesting. I I want it to happen. I want them to. I want them to just flood Florida with stuff, and then just be like, "What you gonna do? What you gonna do about it? You know, like it's here. What do you want?" Uh, we're going with this version, not your version, and it's totally different. Yours is a cartoon version of Spider-Man from, from like, you know, the comic books. 
And this is Spider-Man from the movie. So it's totally different. And uh, Speaking we'll of comic books, do you guys happen to see, over the weekend, there was a... Uh, you guys both were into Westworld, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they did a comic convention in New York City. And Westworld set up, like, basically their welcome center that you that they showed in the show where you walk in mm-hmm. and they get greeted by hosts and they take you through to pick out your your uh, your outfit and uh, so invited guests could actually experience the going in being selected to your area of Westworld they give you either a black or a white hat depending on how you answer your questionnaire whether mm-hmm. you're like a good guy or a bad guy and then yeah, they yeah. Uh, they serve you drinks uh, like in a, in a, 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 a old west bar they did that here Ooh. for Comic-Con. Wow. Way to steal a thunder like that. No, no. It, it's, it was really cool, but it's... Uh, it just looked so cool. Yeah. It, it's, I, didn't, I didn't go because they only let like 200 people through a day because um, of like it's super detailed and um, you even got to and from there via train uh, or at least, you know, some sort of simulator that made it feel like you were on a train. So yeah, it's a bit. It was from everybody that I talked to that went on it. They said it was really, really neat. But uh, I didn't, mostly because I was like not going to wake up at or spend the night. Sounds like somebody's moving rocks. <laughs> like, I think giant... Drunko's just playing in traffic again. <laughs> I'm standing on the side of a road uh, here in live. There is a construction site near me, yes. Nice. So, anyway, I want to do the... Uh, that looks pretty awesome, the Westworld thing. Yeah, it looks cool. Right. What you got? We're skipping Richie. Let's go to the next one. Livy says, What about you? Or what say you, Drunken Sams? From a quote from Luke Swanson that was that says, Does it make anyone else mad that we have a Washington, D.C., but not a Washington Marvel. <laughs> yes, what are you doing? Are you on a ship I now? know, is that a ship? Are you going out to sea? Yes. Oh, good, finally. Um, do you think there should be a Washington Marvel, Skipper Gritchie? I think Washington is a Marvel, so we're already there. Uh, I just think that's hilarious. The whole it Washington DC. I, I know we talked about this last week. I just think it's so funny. Like, we were trying to figure out who Livy was, and uh, I'm like, he's just too funny to be somebody we already know. <laughs> no, yeah, right. To everyone we know. <laughs> no, I think it's more of a like we're not that funny. So the fact that we were right. able to uh, find somebody that's so hilarious uh, is amazing. Because I would agree with that. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I would almost say that that applies to just about everybody in the sour universe, boneverse, whatever you call it. Humor, uh, talent, yeah. creativity. Yeah, it's like the three least talented people I know somehow, no offense here, somehow brought together a group of super talented people, which is really cool. It was basically what we talked about at the beginning. It was like, let's find people who are awesome to help us out. Yeah, Thank- it thankfully it worked. It worked. What's next? Skipper. All right, what's next? Little PB and J says three o'clock radio. Puff Daddy reincarnated as the Goof Dad bod type. Uh, I also just got a phone call, but I hung up on it. 
what is the best airport video? And it's got a song, or it's got a video of him singing. I haven't actually listened to this, so let's just play it and see what happens. Give me oh a second. Give me a yes. second. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Raise the volume here really quick. And... So... I, it's actually just a video of him listening. I'm going to back in here. It's actually just a video of him on a... Uh, uh, a uh, moving sidewalk, listening to something with his son. They're not singing or anything, so there's no, there's nothing to hear. Uh, okay. <laughs> goofy dad podcast. What is the best airport video? Is the question. I didn't best... realize that was a thing. Yeah. The best airport video? Yeah, that's what it says. I don't know. Um, it's a good question. I would say the uh, Soren Airport with. Uh, Patrick Warburton. Ooh, uh, that's probably that is true. Good work, pal. I love that mm-hmm. good work, pal part. That's my fate. Nice work, pal. Nice work, pal. These little beauties. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed how much that guy looks like George Costanza, but isn't George Costanza? Patrick Warburton. No. Oh no, the guy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy. Oh yeah, with the ears. Yeah, the guy with the ears. He takes off the ears to put them underneath, and he's a little bald guy that with glasses. He looks like George Cassandra. That's true. The, in that same video, I don't know if you noticed, there's a set of uh, what looks like kamikaze pilots wearing like yeah. leather jackets and the and the little like helmets. And that video is hilarious. All the stuff that goes on in the background is great. <laughs> it's good. Hello. Uh, hello. I just I, I keep hearing stuff in the background, so I'm never sure. <laughs> Next question. Oh, I was gonna go to something else. I was oh, going go to something else. To Jeez. A oh. Polynesian resort fireworks live stream. What is that? Uh, in an interesting interview, our news survey, Walt Disney World is asking guests about their interest in some inter our interactive features that could be added to Disney Room resorts. Um, let's see. Would you be interested if you could set it up so that the room had the lights slowly dim, curtains automatically open, and a short musical accompaniment uh, plays um, in the background? Blah. Would you I be interested in a cruise ship passing by at any moment? <laughs> No. How about a character greeting of a brief animated feature where the character in voice welcomes you to the resort? No. Uh, how about a TV screen that lists on-demand Disney movies? Yes. Recommended by your FastPass reservations. Color-changing need- light bulbs and a star projector are used to create an immersive experience in the room. Hmm. Oh. See, what, I, just my, what I want is not even offered, and that's what I would like, a voice of, like, a Polynesian a guy welcoming me. Well, apparently this just, isn't, this just isn't at the Polynesian. It's at all the Disney resorts. Like, this, right. one, I'm not, this one I'm not crazy about, because 
I feel like if I was in the room, let's say, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel I would be in my room at like, let's say the, I don't know, someplace where you can't watch Magic Kingdom fireworks. Let's say Caribbean beach. Cause one of them is a live feed of the nighttime spectaculars. So you can watch Magic Kingdom fireworks from your hotel room with the appropriate music. Yeah. See, I, I would love that because I tend to avoid the fireworks just because of the crowds and the mayhem and the insanity, but I still kind of want to watch them. And yeah. I would assume that if they were to offer this, that it wouldn't be some upcharge. Of course, I'm so naive. I'm sure it would be. Um, but if it weren't, and it's just like we're a channel on your TV or something, then like, what's the harm in having it? You know? You oh, yeah. yeah. Use or you don't. I mean, anything they want to add to the TV is fine. But my question yeah. is, don't they already play the music from the fireworks? So if you have a fireworks view, you can watch the fireworks and listen to the music at the same time? Because they definitely do yes. that at Disneyland already. So they do that. They have okay. the room. They have the music on the channel. Yes. Yeah. So the only difference really is that if you don't have a Magic Kingdom or a, yeah, a Magic Kingdom view room, you can watch the fireworks on TV. But I kind of almost feel like you could probably do that anyway on YouTube. Like, what well, sounds like they're doing more like it would be a, pre- a whole to do like the lights dim. Like it'd be kind of cool. Like the presentation. Yeah. Right. And then the final one is: Would you want your photo pass pictures displayed as a screensaver? On the TV in your room. Yes. No. I would be cool with also, that. Also, can they please yes. bring back the ability to delete your PhotoPass photos? That I do not. Bad. I do not appreciate the fact that those are just there. Um, you can. Well, and the fact that, like, I get your, I think I probably get your PhotoPass photo. You probably get mine, vice versa. Yeah. Sure do. I thought you could. Yeah. I was almost sure that I just you used recently to... deleted it. I think if you click really? on it, it gives you the option to like throw it away. Because I, I know that a while ago that was definitely an option, and then at some point, I don't know, maybe like six to nine months ago, I tried to delete one, and suddenly that button was no longer there, and I was pissed. But I haven't tried in the past two or three months, so if they brought it back, I wouldn't know. I'm signing in as we speak. Okay. Um, so here's something I, my thoughts on some of this though. One of my favorite things, and this is where I, if they're going to do this, I want them to also add something. One of my favorite things about staying at different resorts, whether it's Caribbean beach or it's Polynesian is that each resort has its own theme, identity characters. Like I want a Polynesian guy to welcome me to my hotel and there to be like special Polynesian entertainment on my TV. Same at the yacht club. I kind of want like, you know, like a captain to be like, welcome aboard, you know, whatever. And, then, <laughs> but that's what I want more than like just your standard Disney characters. I want some kind of feel like I'm at the resort I'm at. I mean, that's just something I prefer. So these I would all say no to because I'd rather have it done resort specific. What if it was like Moana or Lilo and Stitch, the Polynesian? I mean, that's a second, but that's a, if they're going to do Disney characters, obviously those are the ones I prefer, the ones that are already there, but I don't know. I just want something unique that you can't get anywhere else in my... If I stay at the Polynesian, I want, like, Shruggy or somebody to take me around, you know. Be cooler. <laughs> Hi, my name is Shruggy. It would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know where you want to go. Like, everything that you would have to... He would, it would always be like a shrug. Everything yeah. that he would say would just be really? like, what do you feel well, like I don't doing know. today? I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite yeah, breakfast like- thing? I wonder if they serve it here. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Did I mention my name is Shruggy? 
I'm in. I want that now. <laughs> I'm in. All right, this is taking forever to load, so I'm going to move on. <laughs> Shelly Not Cheryl says, 3 o'clock radio at Logan, at Logan Ciclo, and I want to know when you guys are joining the pod cruise as Sour Boner. There. Yes, there is an actual group cruise from many different podcasts that are doing it, uh, and that's what they're referring to. So it would be like a group uh, yeah. cruise. There's there's a group cruise of a bunch of different Disney podcasts that are all getting together. Because mm-hmm. uh, I followed the link, and apparently there's like discounted rooms. It's on Norwegian Cruise Line. Uh, I would say my current answer is i don't know whenever they invite us to join maybe <laughs> you know. uh, i mean i guess yeah, we... So we always talked about doing uh a group cruise but then i know a lot of it was like oh it has to be disney though disney I, wanted, I would love it to be a disney cruise but Me you know too. those are a little bit expensive and people get a little skittish and then there's you know there's the people with families that are like oh we can't do it when everybody else wants to, because I've got a family and I'm always just like drunky. Le- I mean, sorry. Yeah. I'm just like, leave the kids behind for once. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, trust me. We do that all the time. But yeah, and I, and I, I'm the same way. I'm like, no, we're going to go during school. So it's half price. Yeah. That sounds mm-hmm. great. Yeah. No, I, it's like, so like, so that they miss a few days of school for a Disney cruise. Well, sorry. We'll just do some flashcards on the boat. Yeah. Or, or they just don't go. They stay with grandma and grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. D and D are mom and dad, or Mr. Drunkie's mom and dad suddenly have the kids for an extended weekend. Yeah. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, Mark by the way, if you click on a picture, yeah. it gives you the option to download, print, or delete. Thank God. Yep. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, if we did like a three-day Disney cruise, that's possible. Because it'd be like a little cheaper than we could justify not having the whole family there. It's possible. But everyone then, that's the do thing. Do it. Do it. Own so they're like, well, no, we want to do like a whole week. You know, it's like everybody has their own preferences. And so that's what, that does what, is what makes it a little more challenging. Well, I think this is where it becomes up to us. I mean, because I'm sure that this crew, pod cruise thing didn't ask everybody that's going what they wanted to do and come up with one like imaginary dream cruise for everybody. They just said, "Hey, this is what we're going. If you right. want to, if you want to join us, don't tell the three o'clock parade, <laughs> and let's all do this together." And, no, I think the I think the best way to do it, if we're going to do a Disney one, we could probably justify like a three day short cruise. Yeah, during the when there's not during like a school break where it's three times as expensive. Right, I'm in. Sounds great. I'm in. Yeah. So we just need to do that. So when are we going on another cruise? We probably won't be going on the other cruise. We'll probably be doing our cruise. Uh, sure. I mean, like I said, if they invited, I wouldn't be against going. But I feel like we should do a Disney cruise anyway. Right. Right. Sold. All right, cool. Uh, do we continue with looking for Disney news or read the last Ask Sour Boner? Whatever you got, Skipper, you Richie. So we're going to read the last half hour about <laughs> um, Three o'clock radio. Oh, sorry. That West guy at West Kinetic says, at three o'clock radio, since opening, 
don't seem to hear much about abracadabar. Has it a, or has it been a a bust? B just okay, or C a hidden gem? S sour boner. Hmm. It's actually a very um, good question. Very top it is. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good question. I know that I, for one, unfortunately do not spend enough time in the Crescent Lake area, which is why I purposefully selected to stay at the Yacht Club and then ran out of time to actually spend time there. So, pesky Hurricane will do that. Mm, yeah. Just pesky hurricanes. <laughs> um, so I, I guess for me it's not that I dislike it. It's just that I went once. I thought it was crowded. It had just opened the month prior, and... I thought the drinks were repriced, but it's Disney. And I don't know. I just haven't really been back in that area too much, but I would love to give it another chance. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, going to piggyback on that with the, I agree. I think it's it, of, of those options. I don't think bust by any means is by any means a bust. I think it's of, of itself a great location. And I, I just had this, I was having this conversation today, Rhiannon, that I also have not spent with my mind enough time at Crescent Lake as of late. Um, but it's definitely a place I like to stop by when I do go, uh, especially um, it's just in those hours, if I'm there, I'm typically in Epcot. So I just recently, so I just need to, I'd like to go over and check it out some more. So no, I don't think it's a bust. I, I would definitely think it leans more towards a hidden gem. I guess uh, so, yeah. I think people were expecting more along the lines of like, cause it came right after Trader Sam's with like the special effects and, you know, the show when you order a special drink and all that stuff. And I think people were kind of thinking, oh, how cool would it be if when you order the sour assistant, the ghost of the sour assistant comes out and shakes the lamps and stuff. I, I think that's kind of what people were expecting and that didn't happen. So I think it got a little bit of bad press, uh, bad reception because of that, what people thought it was going to be versus what it ended up being. Yeah. And I think, and I'm really reaching here because I haven't been there in so long, but I remember being a little bit disappointed with the actual space itself because it really felt like they just kind of put up new wallpaper and put a bar in what was the ice cream shop. Like it just still felt like this waiting area for the restaurant next door. It didn't feel like a dark, inviting, cozy, sort of special little speakeasy or anything. But that's just me. I yeah. agree. I, I, I enjoyed it. Definitely it. Has that. Yeah, I enjoyed it as a bar, but I definitely thought it was going to be more of a themed, like Trader Sam's, like you said. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first went in, I was a little bit disappointed just in the fact that it didn't have as much theming. Um, but I, I really had fun the day that I was there, and I plan on going back. Mm-hmm. So. I think hidden gem is more what it goes down to, but I would never say it's a destination. Unlike some of these other places. Like when somebody says like, you got to go to Tambu lounge and get either a back scratch or a lapu lapu. Like it was never in my, or some people would say you got to go to uh, the geyser point because of certain reasons. And I just, it doesn't, doesn't uh, I don't put it in that category though. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. I would I would like a sour assistant right now though. That's my favorite drink. I love it. <laughs> I would just like an assistant. She doesn't even have to be sour. Mm, 
Sweet. Yeah. Ooh. Spicy. Spicy. Oh, a little sweet and spicy. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Szechuan. Oh, speaking of Szechuan. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember we talked about Rick and Morty and the Szechuan sauce and the Mulan tie-in from forever ago. Do you remember? Drunky. I, I do. Talking about it, but I know what you're leading up to. Well, they they finally mm-hmm. released it at McDonald's again uh, over the weekend at select McDonald's, and uh, people were lined up for hours to get one cup, and I mean one of those little like not even a yeah. like a cup, but this that little uh, serving so that you could dip your nuggets in it. Um, and apparently, McDonald's like the ones the restaurants that had it had less than a hundred. At each one, uh, yeah, probably a box. Yeah, so the McDonald's that's closest to my house did have them. Um, I drove over just to see what was going on. There were over two hundred people in queue to get into this <laughs> McDonald's. They sold out within like thirty minutes. And according to the guy that was there, that uh, talking about it, he said they only had twenty-five servings of Chef's one sauce. Yeah, people were outraged that didn't get them. It was stupid. Just, it's very stupid. My yeah. favorite part McDonald's was, sauce. My favorite part was the people that were spying. They're like, you know, so outraged. They're like, this is just, all he did was use it as a stupid marketing stunt. I mean, yeah. yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like every other thing McDonald's does, like Happy mm. Meal. I know, right? And you thought what was going to happen? So right now now on eBay, they have a, uh, I guess you could get a, like, collector's card also when you went. They're going for $22. And it's it's just a piece of paper that looks like it was cut out of, like, a box. I heard that they also had some limited edition posters or something and that those are going for way fucking more than $22 on eBay right now. Uh, so I'm looking right now the uh, poster is 22 there's one for 20 there's one for 18 there's actually uh, multiple offers for the Szechuan sauce as low as $1.45 up to $25 uh, there's one that has a buy now for $399 uh, there is just an empty box that doesn't have any... I mean, it's the same empty box that you can get right now today. Uh, they want twenty nine ninety five for that because it. Can, I think it comes with the Szechuan sauce. Uh, $50. There's another buy now for $199. Um, yeah, there's a $150 one where somebody wrote on a dry erase board Rick and Morty with it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> silly. Unbelievable. I love it. $36, $250. Yeah. And then somebody's just selling Szechuan sauce. It's all like (laughs) Szechuan sauce, Sanjay hot and spicy marinade. Yeah, no, it says similar to Rick and Morty, $29.95. Wow. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Like, I know, like, I like when shows do this, I think it's fun. Like, when when Lost was on the air, they once just got, you were able to go get like, uh, Apollo candy bars, which was only seen in the movie. You know, it's just cool. Like, I just like stuff like this. But if you don't get one, people were like, are you going to, they were like tweeting at McDonald's. Like, are you going to reimburse me for the three stores I drove through to try to get one and never got one? No. No. You're an idiot. No, we're not. (laughs) Exactly. If they had the, uh, oh my God. 
So there is a actual like, like the bottle that the, that McDonald's ships the Szechuan sauce in before it gets poured into these tiny little containers, uh, and it's in like what looks like a bomb, like a bomb case where it's got like the foam and like it's a, you know it almost <laughs> looks like a. Oh, what's your fancy ice chest? An Arctic or whatever those are. The ice chest. Yeah, it looks yeah. like one of those. Uh, they want seventeen thousand three hundred dollars for it. I don't, I don't think, I, I think, I, I think that's what uh, Rhiannon the cooler is worth. Oh, for well. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so these things are going anywhere from 99 cents to about $400, depending on what you want to pay for Szechuan sauce. So I don't think anybody that actually went to McDonald's wanted the Szechuan sauce or tried it. I think they just wanted it so that they could put it on eBay. So that everybody yeah. that didn't get one because they were in line behind them, go ahead and buy it. There's yeah. a framed like, picture of Szechuan sauce for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty great. Well, that reminds me when we were at uh, Epcot thirty five, Ellen had bought a bunch of those P- Funko Pops, and I pulled one out of the box to play with it, and everybody around the area was like, "Oh my god, oh, stop dare you! Stop that guy!" I'm like, "It's a toy." <laughs> we're taking it out of the box. Sorry. Mm. Taking it out of the box. I would be the guy that's eating the Szechuan sauce. I would have totally have had it. I, I wish somebody would post one from Mulan. If somebody had one that was like 30 years old, I'd probably buy that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good. So there you go. That's uh, so you, your uh, Szechuan sauce minute here on the 3 o'clock parade. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much all we got. Uh, nooners are always... Pretty much short like, and not sweet. Yeah, pretty much yeah. like any time with me, shorter and not as fun. Yep. But. I'm not gonna lie. The one downside to doing this, I was walking around outside and uh, I'm extremely overheated right now. <laughs> a little sweaty. You're after. a sweaty individual in general, so yeah. a little sweaty afternooner. That's right. Just so. all right. All right, gang. We'll enjoy the rest of your uh, your week. Yay. Everybody, thanks for listening. Any, Any final, final thoughts? thoughts? Ah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. You owe me a beer. Oh, I'd buy you a beer anytime. Um, I will say my final thought is uh, resort buffet breakfast. Still, Oma, head and shoulders above um, the ones that I've gone to. Uh, my rankings now, but I will say that 1900 Park Fair was a good breakfast. They had a nice uh, amount of offerings. But it's also more expensive than Boma because it has characters. So, um, but I will say Boma is still head and shoulders above the other buffet breakfast, in my opinion. All right. I'm not a buffet person. I like uh, Ohana's. It's all you can eat, but it's not a buffet. And I like Hoopty Doo, which is all you can eat, but not a buffet. Well, I I guess I could put those in the same category, whatever you want to call it. All you care to. Yeah, I just don't. There's something about buffets that just don't do it for me. I don't know. Maybe I, I agree. Like what about beer garden? Ah, uh, I guess beer garden is the one exception. I do love that place. <laughs> but if they brought it to you, you'd like it even better. Oh my god! Yes, that's. Then they great. wouldn't have as many options. I don't need options. I just need the hey. best stuff. That's why Ohana breakfast is the worst on my list. The lowest. I don't think I've ever been. All, your only options are you get like sausage, 
uh, waffles, some potatoes, and eggs. And that's it. No pancakes? No Mickey waffles? Mickey waffles, yeah. Mickey waffles. But so, they're actually stitched. Oh, that's cool. So let me ask you this. You just went. What did you have while you were there? At the one that was at 1900 Park Fair? Yeah. I made an – they had an omelet station, so I had an nice. omelet. Uh, there was some carved ham, which was very good. Uh, I had some salmon. Uh, like it was like a, some salmon with like some – and like some fruit, like a fruit area. So I did some fruit and salmon. Um, they had a special strawberry soup, which was like basically like liquid strawberry shortcake. It was amazing. Ooh. Um, I think that's it. Mostly. And like more of all that. But there was all their options, but I don't really like uh, pastries. They had a lot of pastries and um, there were still many other options that I didn't get. Sounds great. I'm hungry. I haven't had breakfast yet. Yeah. So it was definitely a good yeah. breakfast. Don't get me wrong. I'm going definitely to lunch good. now. Sounds good. And there's something cool about having breakfast at the Grand Floridian. There's just something cool about that. Yeah, but uh, doesn't the Floridian Cafe have a really nice breakfast? I remember going to breakfast yeah. there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm just saying that would also be great. Yes, let's do that now. Sure. It's in. I'm in. All right, King. Is that it? All right. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye-bye.
has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Show me my place in all this. 